Red with Jay Blessed is a transparent look into the life and mind of a Caribbean woman having human experiences. Get into my mind as I share my most vulnerable thoughts and honest experiences. I'll take you on a roller coaster of emotions as you get to know someone who might share similar experiences with you. Some might make you speechless, you'll definitely laugh. Others might make you angry and some might even make you cry. But my very real, very raw, very relatable weekly podcast will always keep you coming back for more. Join me as I talk to myself, talk to you, and even talk to some special friends in my head. (laughs) In my head is an introspective look from a voyeuristic point of view. For a list of all my social channels and how you can connect with me, please view this episode's summary. To join in on the conversation, use the hashtag HeadWithJB. That's H-E-A-D-W-I-T-H-J-B. And follow me on Instagram at RealJBlessed and Twitter at JBlessed. Let's get in on the conversation together. Don't forget to log on to my official website, JBlessed.com. A human experience from a Caribbean perspective. Episode 10, I've been numbing my pain. Hey fam, it's your girl, your bestie in your head, the one and only Jay Blessed. Thank you so very much for tuning in to yet another episode of In My Head. Yo, I got so many things to talk to you about, as always, but... Just want to remind you, if you're not following me on social media, make sure you follow me on Instagram at R-E-A-L-J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D. I get really, really lit on my Instagram, and um, I do some random, spontaneous, real lively lives um, that disappear after 24 hours, so you really need to be following me to see the shit that I be talking about, and the truth, actually, Um, and also Twitter, so how I talk in every platform is different, so make sure you follow me on Twitter at J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D, and make sure you become a fan. All these links are directly on my official website, jbloss.com, just scroll to the end of the page and you will see all of my social media plugins uh like become a fan subscribe and most importantly at the bottom left of jblust.com is the subscription box i need you to go right now add your email subscribe to the newsletter because those that are on my newsletter list are getting uh really really great information that everybody else is not getting how about that that's some truth so Make sure you subscribe to the e-list. There's also a link for it on my Instagram bio. So just click on that link and it takes you to a bunch of other things. Uh, Man, I got so much things to talk about, but let me do this in order. First of all, August 7th, 2019, in my head, the live experience is coming to Brooklyn. You do not want to miss it. 
August 7th. Wednesday, August 7th from 6 to 9 p.m. I can't tell you where it's going to be at. That's why you need to join the email list. <laughs> and for fear of missing out, you really don't want to miss out. It's going to be co-ed. So I got all my single male friends up in the joint, all my single female friends up in the joint, because y'all keep asking me to hook y'all up. I ain't hooking nobody up, but I'm going to throw all y'all in one place, though. And it's your responsibility <laughs> to meet somebody new. The fall is coming, honey. We all need a cuddle buddy. <laughs> yes, love. <laughs> we all need a cuddle buddy this fall. <laughs> So don't forget, August 7th, 2019, 6 to 9 p.m. is going down in Brooklyn. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow me on, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. But specifically, make sure you join the newsletter because that information is going out to everyone on my newsletter list. All the information on exactly where it's at, what's going down, and this casual sheet just come out as a meet and greet because there's so many of you that I've never met and want to meet me, and I'm so excited to have a day where we could just come talk about the podcast, and there will be a live recording. So we're going to have a whole session on saying no to double dick and poison pussy. No, no, seriously. <laughs> Talk about a lively-ass conversation. <laughs> and because it's head with JB, you know we got to have a sexologist up in the joint. Because some of y'all don't know how to get head. <laughs> yes, the fuck, I just said it. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of drinks, a lot of drink specials. You can have dinner early. The conversation is a little bit later on, trust me. But just know that it's going to be at a black-owned, Caribbean-owned spot because you know I am all things Caribbean. I'm always pouring back into my community. So do not forget, August 7th, 2019, 6 to 9 p.m., going down in Brooklyn, in my head, the live experience. In my so before I get into the heart of episode 10, I've been numbing my pain. Um, let me just do a recap on two events that I recently attended. One, Big Bad BBQ presented by Jay Upscale that went down July 4th in Coney Island featuring Busy Signal, Bungie Gollin, and Afrobeast icon Davy Doe. It was lit. It really was. It was a lot of fun. I wrote a review on this, so make sure you go to jblogs.com so you can hear all of my thoughts. Um, I did go to the old people and them party. <laughs> I went to Allen's Bakery Barbecue out in um, Westbury, Long Island. And let me tell you, I had so much goddamn fun. I had so much fun. So shout out to the whole Allen's Bakery team. Um, Y'all did an amazing job. And let me tell you, you know I love a mature party because they just come out, they come to eat, they come to drink, they come to dance, and they want to go home after. No stress, no fighting, no nothing. You step on the toe like, no worry, darling, it's okay. Not you step on the toe like, nigga, you didn't see you just stepped on my shoe? <laughs> I'm not going to those types of events. <laughs> but let me tell you how great Alan's um, barbecue was. It was in the backyard of one of... It was in a family backyard. <laughs> and it had about a thousand people in that backyard. That's how expansive the backyard was. Um, and the setup was really amazing. Um, everyone was in their red, blue, and white because it was post Fourth of July. And it was just so beautiful seeing, you know, 
beautiful people coming out to have a good time. The food was on point. Shout out to Bird with that corn soup, yo. That saved my life, yo. The jerk chicken. Listen, there, the food was amazing. But beyond that, what I loved about Alan's um, barbecue, which I will definitely be attending next year, was not the fact that they had live performances by Nadia and Voice and Farmer Nappy and Nyla Blackman, uh, GBM Neutron, GBM Milko. It wasn't only the fact that they had performance, because we go to events where there are always performance, right? I just went to the whole Big Bad BBQ. There were performers there. But Alan's made a very conscious effort to bring service, hospitality, and culture. There were moko jumbies. There were cultural dancers. There were limbo dancers. It was just beautiful. I'm like, wow, I really, really, really thoroughly enjoyed myself. And I felt like this is so... This is so Caribbean. This is so CARICOM. I mean, even the ambassador of Trinidad and Tobago, the Honorable Penelope Beckles, was there. Shit, I even saw Ansem Douglas in the place. There was a bunch of who's who in that backyard, yo. It was lit. <laughs> and I did dance on somebody's granddaddy. I was like, where's the pension? <laughs> No, but seriously, shout out to Allen's Bakery. Uh, and if you have not visited them, please Google. Google is a friend, yo. Make sure you go get your currants roll and, and your bread and, and your, your bun and, and whatever. And cakes. They do amazing cakes. Listen, Allen's, can can we talk about a sponsorship now? I think I just, like, totally sold <laughs> Allen's Bakery. All right, so I went to those two events. Do not forget to check out my review on... Um, Big Bad BBQ, um, not specifically about the event, but I did make some valid points on 10 ways we could preserve Caribbean culture in New York City, especially since a lot of the spaces that we used to use or have access to are no longer available to us. And that Caribbean events are also being blacklisted from specific places and even areas like Sheepset Bay Marina. You can't do a boat ride down there anymore. But it's not the promoter's fault. Sure, the promoters have a certain level of blame to take for a bunch of other reasons. But we, the patrons, are the people who support. If you don't support, there's no party. If you do fucked up shit, there ain't gonna be no parties. If you cause fights, there not gonna be no goddamn parties. If you jump in on a boat from the motherfucking pier and you cannot swim, they're not gonna have you back on their fucking boat. That's a real life. That really did happen. It really did happen. What the fuck? And then that one person fucked it up for everybody. Now the boat is not leaving. So now they don't want y'all asses down Sheepside Bay. Y'all leaving from what? Brooklyn Army Terminal or maybe in the city or maybe Long Island now. But y'all going out in Long Island? <laughs> they don't like you out there. <laughs> so, um,. Please check out my review on Big Bad BBQ because I have the 10 ways that you can really, really preserve Caribbean culture. And the number one reason I gave was voting in local elections. Who you choose as your assembly person, your council member. These are the people that are toiling day to day on policies that affect you in your community. And the second one was joining your community board. Join your motherfucking community board. Y'all always don't want to do jury duty, but then mad when there is a full jury full of white people. Like, you you have to take responsibility for what's happening in and around your community and not always have some sort of fucking comment if you ain't doing shit. 
The first thing I'm going to ask you is, what have you done to bring change? If you can't give me a reason, shut the f- I ain't trying to hear you. Do you vote? No. Do you vote in local elections? No. You ever did jury duty? No. Okay, first of all, uh, do you have a green card? Okay, if you don't have a green card, if you're not a U.S. citizen, you can't do certain things, fine. But not because you're not a U.S. citizen doesn't mean that you can't be proactive in local and general elections. You could lobby your friends that can vote to go out and vote. You can volunteer. You can campaign. You could do a lot of things in your community. So don't tell me you don't have this or you don't have that. There's always something for somebody to do, even if it is providing water for the people that are doing the actual goddamn work. How about that? How about you make a pan of rice or something on some chicken because that's all they could do, cook, and then go and feed the people that's on the street doing the work. That's how we all do it as a collective. So don't tell me you can't do nothing. There's always something to do. Okay, yeah. I think I'm arguing with y'all today. <laughs> Maybe because I'm numbing my pains. <laughs> In my head. If you have a question that you would like me to answer right here on In My Head, send me an email at info at jblessed. I-N-F-O at J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D dot com and put head with JV in the title and I'll read your question right here on air and uh, give you my response. Don't forget, email info at jbless.com. I wasn't quite sure what to say today um, based on how I'm feeling, but I do know that I'm kind of numbing my pain. So to be totally transparent with you, for the last six months, I have been grieving. And, you know, some people grieve the loss of a pet. Some people right now I know are grieving the loss of loved ones. Um, and in this moment, I just want to acknowledge Micro Don that recently passed away. Uh, DJ Maya, much love to you and your whole family. Um, much love to everyone and anyone that's lost a loved one in 2019. Sending my love out to Courtney. I know that you and Rhonda and the whole entire family, all the girls are still processing. Um, much love to Auntie Sheila, who lost her mom at 95 late last year. There are a lot of people that are grieving, that are mourning. You know, that there are friends that I know that just are mourning the loss of a relationship. You know, they are mourning the loss of a job. I know guys right now who are lo- mourning the loss of their baby because their girlfriend, their wife, their significant other was pregnant and had a miscarriage. I know people right now that are mourning for a gamut of reasons. And so we all grieve differently. We all grieve different things. And you can't tell someone, well, it's been two months. It's been two years. Get over it. That's one of the most insensitive things you could ever tell someone. Ask them, like, what can I do to support you? Is there anything I can do? What do you need? What will make things better? Don't tell someone it's been too long now, get over it. How dare you? We really do need to 
make a conscious effort on being compassionate towards others as well as ourselves. So I've been practicing what I preach, but it doesn't mean I don't have feelings. It doesn't mean I don't get sad. And so I feel like I've been numbing it. So how have I been numbing my pain? Well, it fluctuates. Most times as the Libra that I am and the creative that I am, I have to feel my pain. So I have to feel it, I have to process it, and then I have to let it go. Sometimes that process can last an hour. Sometimes it can last a day. Sometimes it can last a week. But for me personally, I have to process what I'm feeling or else I'm going to harbor it and it's going to make me implode or explode on someone. And so it's my way of self-preservation that I need to process. I need to deal with it. I need to feel it and let it go. A lot of people don't know how to do this. And they're walking around like zombies, numbly existing, because they're not addressing the things that are causing them pain. Yeah. It's weird, because I I was thinking this morning before I came into the studio, what the fuck am I going to talk about? And then um, making my tea, chamomile, with honey. (laughs) I'm a tea drinker. I'm such an island girl. (laughs) Making my tea, and I'm like... Would I always be in a place of pain? Is it because I was kind of like born into pain? And I'm like, why is it that my life seems to be riddled in pain? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why? And I was at Alan's BBQ, and I had another Lisa experience. Shout out to all the J-Birds. Yeah, we coined them. Hey. I was at Alan's Bakery, and a lady walked up to me. Swear to God. She's wearing a white dress. She walked up to me, and she said, I just want you to know, keep doing what you're doing. I'm like, keep doing what I'm doing. She's like, yes, I know who you are. I follow you on Facebook. I read your blogs. I listen to your podcast. You're doing a really, really great job. I just want you to know that you helped me through a lot of things. And you're helping so many people and you don't even know. I have these experiences often, and when I do, it doesn't make it any less, like, <laughs> like weird. <laughs> and then so I'm sipping on my tea. I'm like, well, probably this is the reason why I have to go through so much pain because God is never going to give me something I can't handle. He never gives you something you can't handle. And he gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. And I have to remind myself this to keep trotting on but also because I am one of those soldiers that are going on the battlefield, standing in the front line, and coming back to help the others. And maybe that's one of the reasons why I'm going through a lot of things, because I need to come back and evangelize to you on how you can make it through, how you can get through the other side, how you can manage what you're going through, how you can be of support. And there are a lot of people that go through 
get healed and never tell the other person that they went through something or how they overcame it because they're too ashamed to talk about the stuff they went through or they have this facade of a perfect image that they want to upkeep so they never let people know that, hey, I did see a therapist or, hey, I actually did have to go on meds for a short period of time. Or, hey, listen, I checked myself into a rehab. Or, hey, like, I, I needed to go away for a full month just to be alone for a bit. And I really lay myself bare to you guys. I can't do it totally. There are some things I do and must keep for myself. There are also some things I can't be talking about on a podcast but I can talk to someone one-on-one about it. And it's not only because it's my story, but also because my story involves other people. And in an attempt to protect the identities and the privacy of other people, I can't always talk about everything, but I could talk about what affects me, what I've been through. School is almost over, and I literally wanted to give up. Like, yesterday, I was crying. All in all, I'm a fucking crybaby. I'm a fighter. Don't get it fucking twisted. I'll throw this wig off any fucking day and beat the shit out of you. (laughs) My daughter was like, Mom, you have cancer undertones. You're, like, so emotional. I'm like, what the hell do you know (laughs) about astrology? (laughs) She's like, you're a Libra, but there are, like, some cancer stuff going on with you. You're like... (laughs) I'm like, what? <laughs> so yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I'm like, I started crying because I'm like, I don't want to do school anymore. I'm over this shit. I'm tired. Yo, this shit is hard. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I was like, I have too much shit going on. I just want to stop. Fuck this shit. I didn't pay for it anyway. So fuck it. <laughs> I was going to tell you pay for it, but I'm keeping it to myself. <laughs> His wife might be listening. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Shout out to my ex that paid for my school. <laughs> Listen, ladies. A man could buy you bags and purses and shit and shoes and shit. But if he ain't helping you go back to school and paying for that shit in full, if he ain't helping you paying for deeds and LLCs and shit, you might need to reprioritize especially if you're in your 30s and 40s Hallelujah. Hallelujah. and fucking 50s Hallelujah. we don't get we, we, we're, we're not in like our teens and early 20s where we like you know mesmerized by a bag and a shoe nigga I could buy this shit myself <laughs> what can you do for me that I cannot do for my motherfucking self how can you help me out right now what bill do you think you want to pay <laughs> cause I pay all my fucking bills cause if you want to be laid up in my house, are you going to buy groceries? You want me to cook for you? Are you saying, hey, I'm going to the grocery right now. Do you need me to pick up anything? Yo, that sounds like music to my ears. Really? Okay, here's what I need. I need four pounds of salmon. <laughs> I need snow crab legs. I need beef. <laughs> that shit is a turn on to me. I don't know about other women, but your are I'll be like, you know, I'm here. Do you need anything? Oh, you don't even have to call me and ask me because you already know there's probably a need. So you'd be like, listen, I sent something for you. Just um, have a good day. Like, get some nights. Buy something for the house. Pay a mortgage. <laughs> 
That's the type of shit that make a grown woman's pussy wet. Pay my mortgage? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm still getting off topic. <laughs> I know y'all ladies fucking feel me on that shit, though. Yo, I'm, again, I'm going back to Allen's Bakery. A lot of things happened at Allen's Bakery barbecue. There was this guy there. <laughs> and I went to the barbecue also to help numb my pain. Because um, sometimes you just need to get out. So I've been, like, homebound, studying, getting things done for, for two events that I'm planning, and working with a new client. And so... You know, after a while, you're in, you're at home or you're in one particular space. You you started getting cabin fever, and then, especially if you're going through something, then it just kind of like exacerbates the situation where you're like, oh my god, I'm feeling so down. You're just watching the same fucking four walls. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm not gonna stay home. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go and dance. And that's how I help. You know, help. You know, that's how I overcome my feelings of sadness and maybe it's how a lot of us numb our pain by going to parties by you know having a couple of drinks i'm not saying you're alcoholic but maybe a couple of drinks might take the edge off so we don't have to think about the shit that we're dealing with right now you could lose yourself in the music for a couple of hours and then pick that shit back up when you get home <laughs> i just i just need a break Sometimes going to an event or going to parties that break you need. It's okay. Like, so I did that. The fuck? I needed a goddamn break. So, I ain't fucking fat. I'm in the party. I'm in, I'm in the party. <laughs> and there was this guy there. Apparently, he used to date two of my friends. I'm in nowhere interested in this guy. Just letting you know. But the man come up to me and like, he's like, your top is a bit small. You might need to be careful with it. First of all, why is your fucking eyes in my chest? My top wasn't small. My boobs are fully covered. I was wearing a red jumper. Um, I would really appreciate moving forward. If you want to like, you want to talk to me, don't tell me how my clothes are tight. Like, it's, it's okay. It's perfectly fine. We could have a conversation about sports or the weather. Shit, you, wanna, you, you, want, you, want, you want me to smile? Tell me you listen to my podcast, nigga. <laughs> ah! So, yes, I've been, like, grieving. And I don't know. I have, a, I have a session with my doctor soon. I think she's a bit worried. I'm kind of a bit worried. Just because, and I always have to like preface this. I'm not worried because I'm going to hurt myself. I think a lot of people automatically think, oh my God, is she okay? No, I'm just worried about a lot of things. I think as the season is changing, I'm at this pivotal stage in my life of, okay, what's next? And I think a lot of us are at this particular juncture in our life. And for me, it's, it's causing me a severe amount of anxiety um, in addition to me going through a loss and I'm not sure how to deal with it so I, I'm trying all that I can I'm meditating I'm spending time with myself um, I actually kind of stopped taking my meds but I started back um, talking to my doctor about it, talking 
about it with, you know, very, very handful of select friends. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's in control of your life. You're the one that's making the decision. You're the one who's feeling the feelings. You're the one who's processing whatever you're going through. And so I'm just in this particular space where I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happens next. I don't know where I'll be in the next six months. I don't know where I'll be next year because what has happened in the last year, I would have never predicted. So the loss that I've experienced and the pain that I've experienced, I would have never predicted. And I don't know. And that is that is kind of scary. And I know I'm not the only person who's presently in this particular place in their life of what happens next and how do I get myself together, get my mind right to tackle the next challenge? Because trust me, when you overcome one challenge, it's not because you overcome it and everything going to be fine. No, bitch. <laughs> next challenge. <laughs> That's just how it works. But I'm okay with challenges. I'm okay with new levels and the new devils that come with every new level. I just pray and ask God for grace and mercy and divine favor. And my earnest prayer is always that his will be done and not mine, and that my heart's desire aligns itself with what he wants for me. Because sometimes we want what we want, and what we want ain't good for us. Man, I'm in such a space of uncertainty and intermittent sadness and I don't know I really I normally I'll tell my daughter don't tell me you don't know come up with the answer listen I don't fucking know I don't I don't know and I think this 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 is where when you come to these places in your life is where you really need to sit be silent let go and let God I think our, our creator brings us back to certain places so we can go back to manufacturing settings, right? Like, I think too many times we get caught up in wanting to control every single aspect of our lives and taking our own path. And so, yeah, you have certain desires, certain goals, or certain dreams. That's why I said I'm always praying that my heart's desires are in alignment with what my maker wants for me and that his will be done and not mine. And that's, it sounds really easy to say, but it's not, especially when you, as a human being, have the gift of choice. So you could choose whether you want to do whatever you want to do or if you want to wait or if you want to, like, you know, really, really take on a spiritual look on life or if you just want to, you know, live in the present. And that's where we find a lot of our internal struggle of who am I, where am I going, what do I want to do, who do I want to be with, where do I want to live? What kind of job do I want to work at? Who are the people that I want in my life? Who do I not want in my life? Who do I want in my life but shouldn't be in my life? But I don't know how to let them go in my life. Like, get, listen, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And so ever so often, each and every one of us gets to these specific places in our journey in life. It's going to keep happening over and over as the seasons change, 
as the years roll by, as people come in and as they leave, as you evolve, as you grow. And for anyone that's presently grieving, like I am, I totally understand the need to numb. And some of y'all numb with smoking weed. Some of y'all numb with retail therapy. Some of y'all numb with alcohol. Some of y'all numb with going to parties. Some of y'all numb with being reckless. But I want you to find new ways of coping with your sadness and your grief. And you know I'm an avid supporter of therapy. Therapy is a place where you come to self-realization and self-awareness. Therapy is not your therapist telling you what to do. Therapy is a place where your therapist guides you for you to make your own decision and come to that awareness within yourself of, oh shit, I always knew what I needed to do, but I could give myself permission to do what I know I need to do or what I have to do without shame or regret or remorse. Because a lot of times we know what we have to do, but there are people around us who are making us feel guilty for doing what we know to be right. You ain't living life for these motherfuckers. Point blank, period. At the end of the day, when the plane is going down, you got to put the face mask on your face first. Take care of self. We talked about that, you know, being selfish. It's okay to be selfish in terms of self-preservation, in terms of healing, in terms of managing and coping, in terms of living your best life. And um, healing is not fun. Healing is not comfortable. For anyone that's ever undergone surgery, you know this. Healing is never fun. It is never fun. Like, what the fuck? I hate this. But it's necessary. And if you are in a place right now where you are healing from whatever it may be, take time with yourself. Be easy on yourself. Take as much time as you need. Only you know what you're feeling. Only you know what you're going through. Only you know the thoughts that haunt you in the late night before you go to sleep and the first thoughts in your mind when you wake in the morning. Keep a journal at the side of your bed. Keep a dream journal. A lot of you guys are having dreams. You should start journaling your dreams. If you remember your dream, it's supposed to be a message. Talk to someone. Confide in someone. Again, therapy is great, especially when there are people around you you're not really sure you want to confide. And it's a really fucked up place to be when you're so vulnerable with your honesty and you confide in someone you trust and that person violates your trust by telling people the things you shared in the sanctity of that relationship. That's one of the most vile shit anybody could ever do to some person who trusted them with information. But we live and we learn. And just like you have to forgive yourself, and I'll be forgiving of others, it's okay. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure, but I, I know someone's probably going through right now, so I know I just needed to, like, tell you it's normal, it's natural, there are ways around it. Here's what. 
If you're going through, use the hashtag HeadWithJB. Let me know, are you presently numbing your pain? Are you presently trying to heal or overcome a major hurt in your life? Use the hashtag HeadWithJB. Follow me on social. Let's get into the conversation online. I want to hear. I want to hear your feedback. In for the sad shit what's playing in my head well because i talk about so much fats earlier today and because music also helps me overcome my sadness there's no other music in the world than soca y'all know i love my soca so shout out to gbf neutron and his hit 2019 single practice anytime i hear that song listen to Practice. Hey, listen, I just have so much fun. I am so sorry for the people I've been putting on this show for. I am an exhibitionist, bitch. <laughs> GBM Mutrin and Practice. That's my hit song for today. That's what's playing in my head. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at R-E-A-L-J-A-Y-B-L-E-S-S-E-D. All of the little bit of information on how you can overcome numbing and how you can get some help will be in the summary of this episode thank you so very much for tuning in to yet another episode of in my head